48K News. It's one o'clock. I'm Alex Price. The headlines. James Toe warns trying to extradite two activists from Germany could prove embarrassing for the government. Edward Lern drops his petition against being barred from running in the 2016 LegCo election. And pressure mounts on Theresa May as a key minister quits over Brexit. Democrat James Toe has cautioned the government against seeking to extradite two activists from Germany, saying it may have to deal with uncomfortable accusations over why the pair were granted refugee status. Localists Ray Wong and Alan Lee revealed yesterday that they were granted asylum last May, saying rioting charges against them for the 2016 clashes in Moncock were politically motivated. Mr Toe is the deputy chairman of LegCo's security panel. If you insist, according to the formal treaty, to request for extradition under our mutual extradition treaty, then I think the other side will unavoidably put on record that according to the German law, they come to certain conclusion because of your worrying situation, of your deteriorating human rights situation, or make any uncomfortable accusation that uh, Hong Kong would not like to hear. The High Court has given permission for a London silk to join the legal team of a fugitive tycoon, Joseph Lau, who is applying for a judicial review of government plans to amend extradition laws. The Bar Association and the Secretary for Justice had opposed the admission of Queen's Counsel, Lord Panic, on the grounds that the points being argued were not particularly novel or complicated, and Mr Lau's existing legal team already had the necessary expertise. In 2014, a Macau court sentenced Mr Lau to five years in prison in absentia for bribery. Localist Edward Leung has withdrawn his election petition over the decision to bar him from running in the 2016 LegCo election. Timmy Sung has the details. The High Court approved the withdrawal application from Mr Leung, who had been barred from the LegCo election because he had advocated for Hong Kong independence, even signing a form confirming his acceptance that Hong Kong was a part of China. In a brief hearing, Mr Leung's lawyer said a similar case confirmed the electoral officer's power to make inquiries to candidates. He added that given there was only around a year left before the next general poll, and given the time needed for the case, his client decided to withdraw the petition. The former Hong Kong indigenous leader is serving a six-year prison term for taking part in the 2016 Hong Kong riots. Potential home buyers have begun queuing up for forms to apply for flats in six subsidised housing estates. There are around 5,000 flats in the batch under the Home Ownership Scheme, which includes estates in Cheung Sha Wan, Ho Man Tin, Sha Tin and Kwai Chung. The Japanese electronics company Panasonic has announced it's suspending business with the Chinese telecoms giant Huawei and its 68 affiliates to comply with the US ban. Panasonic said it had stopped shipments of certain components to the Chinese firm. Mobile carries in Japan and Britain have also announced they'll postpone the release of Huawei smartphones. And British telecoms giant EE, owned by BT, also said it would phase out the use of Huawei equipment in the most sensitive core elements of its network infrastructure. A former engineering student in the US state of Oregon has pleaded guilty to trafficking in counterfeited goods, cheating Apple out of almost 900,000 US dollars. Over a two-year period, Jiang Quan, who's 30, imported fake iPhones from Hong Kong, which he returned to Apple, saying they wouldn't turn on. He submitted around 3,000 fake phones under assumed names and received almost 1,500 replacements, which his mainland-based mother would sell on the mainland. Pressure has intensified for the British Prime Minister Theresa May to step down following the resignation of a key cabinet minister. Andrea Leadsom explained to reporters why she was leaving the government. 
I have been supporting Brexit totally for the last three years and I just couldn't, as leader of the Commons with responsibility for the legislation, stand up at business questions tomorrow and denounce a bill that I just think has elements I cannot support that aren't Brexit. I have been determined to deliver Brexit and I'm just worried that this bill with its new elements in it would not do that. Government sources have said Mrs May isn't resigning and will present her revised plans for Brexit to the British Parliament next month. Britain has suffered diplomatic defeat at the United Nations General Assembly, where delegates have overwhelmingly supported a resolution demanding its seed control of the Chagos Islands to Mauritius within six months. This follows an advisory opinion by the International Court of Justice in February. The UK, which allows the US to operate a military base on the island of Diego Garcia, had previously said it wouldn't abide by the court's opinion. But the Prime Minister of Mauritius, Pravind Jugnauth, told the, UN told the UN that Mauritius would allow the base to continue. Mauritius, on its part, has made public commitments at the General Assembly and at the International Court of Justice that it is prepared to enter into a long-term arrangement with the U.S. or with the U.K. and the U.S., which would permit the unhindered operation of the defense facility in accordance with international law. The counting of votes has begun in India after a staggered general election held on seven different days in April and this month. Candidates are competing for a seat in the lower house of the Indian parliament. Here's the BBC's Rahul Tandon. I am outside one of the counting stations. There is huge security. It's what has become not just the world's longest election, the world's biggest election, but the saga of Indian democracy heads towards its end, which has pitted the current Prime Minister, the Hindu nationalist, very popular leader, one has to say, Narendra Modi, against a united opposition under the leadership of one of the great political families of this planet, the Gandhi family. So are we going to have Mr. Modi back as Prime Minister, or could we have a Rahul in charge of this country? We'll know probably in about six or seven hours' time. Scientists say they've pinpointed the main sources of a mysterious increase in a chemical that destroys ozone in the atmosphere. CFC-11, once widely used in refrigerators and insulation, was supposed to have been phased out by 2010. But a study has traced a big rise in atmospheric levels to insulation foam being made in eastern China to supply a housing boom. The lead researcher, Dr Matt Ridby, says the chemical also contributes to global warming. If we look at these extra emissions that we've identified from eastern China, it equates to about 35 million tonnes of CO2 being emitted into the atmosphere every year. And so that's similar to about 10% of the UK's annual CO2 emissions or emissions similar to the whole of the city of London. President Trump has abruptly walked out of a meeting with Democrat leaders in the US Congress after only five minutes, saying he couldn't work with them until they stop investigating him. The Speaker of the House of Representatives, Nancy Pelosi, had accused him of being engaged in a cover-up of Russian interference in the presidential election. Mr Trump, who's said his advisers need not respond to lawmakers' inquiries about the interference, addressed the media in the White House Rose Garden. I walked into the room and I told... Senator Schumer, Speaker Pelosi, I want to do infrastructure. I want to do it more than you want to do it. I'd be really good at that. That's what I do. But you know what? You can't do it under these circumstances. So get these phony investigations over with. 
The lawyer who represented the porn star Stormy Daniels in her legal battle with President Trump has been charged with embezzling funds from her. Federal prosecutors accuse Michael Avenatti of stealing US$300,000 intended as an advance payment for Ms Daniels' memoir. Mr Avenatti is also facing charges for allegedly attempting to extort millions of dollars from the sportswear giant Nike, as well as for financial and bank fraud. He denies all wrongdoing. Shareholders of Amazon have rejected a proposal to ban the sale of facial identification technology to US government agencies. They voted against prohibiting sales of the Amazon recognition system, which civil liberties groups have described as possibly the most dangerous surveillance technology ever developed. Amazon had tried to block the votes, but was told it didn't have the right to do so. Authorities in the United States have revealed details of a sixth migrant child to die while in custody. The 10-year-old girl from El Salvador died in September, but the information has only just been made public. Here's the BBC's Chris Buckler. The girl who arrived unaccompanied in the United States early last year had a history of heart problems and ended up undergoing surgery in September. However, the 10-year-old who had travelled from El Salvador died days afterwards while still in care. Since then, five other children, all from Guatemala, have died while in custody, including Carlos Hernández Vázquez. The 16-year-old, who had been suffering flu-like symptoms, was found unresponsive at an immigration centre in Texas on Monday, leading Democrats to call for an inquiry into what they described as an epidemic of death at America's border. Catholic bishops in Poland have admitted they've not done enough to prevent child sex abuse by priests. This follows the release of a documentary exposing the, exp- the abuse and its cover-up in the church. Here's the BBC's Adam Easton. Poland's Catholic bishops said there are no words to express our shame in a pastoral letter that will be read out in churches on Sunday. The bishop said the documentary, entitled Just Don't Tell Anyone, had made them aware of the enormity of the victims' suffering. The documentary contains footage filmed with hidden cameras and shows one priest confessing his crimes in a face-to-face meeting with his now adult victim. It also highlights how convicted priests were moved between parishes and continued to have access to children. The US sportswear giant Nike is withdrawing a new version of its Air Force One shoe after objections from an indigenous group in Panama. The limited edition shoe had been due for release next month. Here's the BBC's Candice Piet. Lawyers for the Guna community of Panama said they hadn't been asked by Nike if it could use one of their traditional molar patterns. These feature colourful, swirling designs, representing the community's world view. Nike had been quoted by the industry website Sneaker News as saying its new shoe design was a tribute to Puerto Rico and featured a native frog. The company has issued a formal apology to the Guna for what it said was an inaccurate description of the design's origin. Nike said the product would no longer be available. To Finance News Now and veteran banker David Lee's two sons will take over when he steps down as Chief Executive of the Bank of East Asia at the end of next month. The position will be jointly held by Adrian and Brian. The senior Lee, who's 80, will become an Executive Chairman from July the 1st. Mr Lee has been the bank's Chief Executive for 83 years. To currencies, and the US dollar is trading at 110.3 yen. The euro stands at 1 US dollar and 11 cents, and the pound is worth 9 Hong Kong dollars and 92 cents. And now, with a look at the latest sports news, here's Adam Jern. 
After months of speculation, boxing's place at next year's Olympics in Tokyo is set to be confirmed. But the International Olympic Committee have recommended the suspension of the sports governing body, the AIBA. Here's the BBC's Mike Costello. The threat of expulsion from the Games was hanging over boxing in the aftermath of the Rio Olympics in 2016. All 36 referees and judges were suspended as controversy raged about some of the scoring. And the IOC later raised concerns about governance and finance issues at AIBA, as well as the anti-doping programme. The IOC set up an inquiry commission last November to assess the problems, and today the recommendations include the suspension of AIBA, the organisation which which has governed Olympic boxing for more than 70 years. A task force has now been created to manage the qualifying tournaments ahead of the Games. Football's world governing body, FIFA, have now decided to abandon their plans to expand the 2022 World Cup finals to 48 teams. Here's the BBC's John Murray. Over two years ago, FIFA voted unanimously to increase the number of teams at the World Cup from the current 32 to 48 for the tournament in 2026, which will be hosted by the USA, Canada and Mexico. Last year, FIFA President Gianni Infantino said he hoped it would be possible to bring forward the expansion to the 2022 World Cup in Qatar. That would, however, have required Qatar to share hosting duties with other countries in the region. And FIFA have now decided, after what they describe as a thorough and comprehensive consultation process, that change could not be made for 2022 and it would not be feasible for Qatar to host a 48-team World Cup on its own. The Brazilian forward Igor Sartori has won the Hong Kong Footballer of the Year award after a fantastic season with Taipo. The 26-year-old took the honor after an overwhelming 3,709 online votes. He also won the Players' Player of the Year award, Most Popular Player award, and was one of five Taipo players named on the Hong Kong Premier League's Best Eleven. Satori finished the season with 12 goals and 21 assists while helping Taipo to their first ever Hong Kong Premier League title. His coach, Lee Chi Kin, also got a share of the spotlight, taking the Coach of the Year award for the second time in his career. Guangzhou Evergrande are through to the last 16 of the Asian Champions League. That's after a 1-0 victory over South Korean side Daegu, with Paulinho scoring the only goal. Title holders Kashima Antlers have also progressed from their group after coming from behind to beat Shandong Luneng 2-1. Shandong will face Evergrande in the last 16. And that's your look at sports. Thanks to Adam Chung there. And now to end the news, a reminder of our top stories. James Toad warns trying to extradite two activists from Germany could prove embarrassing for the government. Edward Leung drops his petition against being barred from running in the 2016 LegCo election. And pressure mounts on Theresa May as a key minister quits over Brexit. The news from RTHK. 